everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. I first remember seeing this beautiful, vivacious, full of power and conviction on a television broadcast wondering, who on earth is that? And the power and the anointing that flowed so authentically. Her climb in Christendom seemed immediate, and her story of a, quote, messed up Mississippi girl to overcoming victory through Jesus Christ, miraculous and inspiring, impacting millions worldwide, and rightfully so. But then came the controversy, the unanswered questions that until now have never been told, not really. Strap on your seatbelts for a book whose time has come and its author whose life has really just begun and become something greater than ever imagined. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in part one of my two-part conversation, internationally acclaimed motivational speaker, senior pastor of Destiny Christian Center, Apaca, Florida, television host of Paula White Today, number one New York Times bestselling author of several books, her latest, Something Greater, as well as personal minister and spiritual advisor to President Donald J. Trump. And if that were not enough, ladies and gentlemen, wife of rock and roll Hall of Famer, Jonathan Kane of Journey, and so much more. A great joy and honor indeed, Pastor Paula White Kane. Paula, if I may, welcome to Testimony. Oh, it's so wonderful to be with you. It is my honor to share this time with you and all our listeners. And I just believe God will speak something that will be encouraging and help speak His Word. Thank you for what you do. Well, amen and amen, and it's my honor completely. Paula, your life and life's work embodies tragedy, disappointment, betrayal on the one hand, and on the other, overcoming victory and resolve to fulfill one's destiny in Christ, and powerfully so. For our brief time here today, can you share with our listeners who may not know your early beginnings leading to your salvation and Christ and the miracles that would follow. Pastor Paula White King, please tell us your story. You know, I felt God had me write this book, Something Greater, which is my memoir. It's my story, but it's really all of our story. Uh, uh, God's story through my, my life. And it's a story of grace and redemption and mercy and goodness and every other thing that we can think of that God does for us. My childhood started out very rocky, did not grow up in a Christian home, never heard the gospel until I was 18 years old. When I was five years old, the man that I knew as a loving, doting father committed suicide. As you can imagine, the, the emptiness, the empty love tank that that left in my life. My mother, who was very successful, my father came from a well-to-do family. She had two masters and her doctorate. She became an alcoholic. So in essence, I lost two parents and was sexually and physically abused to the world's standards. It was successful, etc. but much dysfunction. 
when I was 18 years old, I was in college, typical overachiever, trying to find love in all the wrong places, validation, all the things that we desire. And I went to a friend's house, who was my boyfriend, and went to his grandmother's house. His uncle looked me in my eyes and said, I have the answers to your questions and the solution to your pain and problems. Of course, I looked at him very defensively, like, what in the world are you talking about? <laughs> and he opened up this book. It was the Bible. And he began to share with me God's plan, that God had a plan for my life. I, I mean, it sounded so far-fetched. At first, I was a little, not just a little defensive. I didn't like what he was telling me at first. He was telling me that I was a sinner. I'd missed the mark. I'd done wrong things that had brought the separation before God and I. I'd never heard terminology like this, so it was all foreign to me. But the more he talked, I felt a love I never felt. I felt a, a compassion. And even, I didn't know the word, but a conviction. I felt like he was telling me truth. It was like hearing truth for the first time in my life. And I received the words he spoke to me, words of life. I got born again and gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ on that day. And as crazy and corny as it sounds, for those of us who are old enough, it's like watching The Wizard of Oz in black and white, and suddenly it becomes technicolor. The grass was green and the sky was blue, but I knew real love for the first time. And so I began my journey with God, and I was in college and began to just, they told me, go find a church. I went to a few places that were, you know, most people were 60, 70. Now that's young today, <laughs> but I was 18 years old. And I took that book. I said, I need that book. I need that book. Took the Bible, held it up, and said, God, show me who you are. Show me who I am. And show me what life's about. I prayed a simple prayer that simply said, can I spend the rest of my life helping people? Little did I ever know where that would lead me to in life. And that was the genesis of my journey with God. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Pastor Paula White Kane, author of her memoir and just released Something Greater. You took all the gifts and talents that God imparted to you early on you went full bore into ministry. Talk about your segue into ministry, how that all happened. Well, the book is really based on Ecclesiastes 3 that says, God has put eternity, a divine sense of purpose in our heart, yet man cannot fathom it. When we come in alignment and our eyes are open spiritually to see what is that purpose is your supreme reason for being, no one's an accident. You didn't just show up. God has a plan and a purpose for you. I feel very blessed and fortunate that early on uh, that began to be cultivated. I, I knew what God had for me. What do I mean by that? I didn't know that I would be spiritual advisor to President Trump. I didn't know that I would pastor a church. I didn't know I'd have a television ministry. But I knew I would share his word. And that in sharing his word, it would transform my spiritual heart and see people get saved. That happened because... Early on, there was always a generosity and a conviction of right doing in my life, but someone gave me a turkey. I was living in a trailer. My parents had rejected me. My mother had remarried my stepfather and said, hey, as long as you mention the name of Jesus, you're not welcome in our house. And I thought, well, if I don't stand for him, there's no hope for any of us. So I, I lived in a trailer, and someone gave me this turkey. I was struggling during a very difficult time, had a child out of wedlock, got pregnant when I was 18 years old. And I started going down to Washington, D.C. in some of the hardest hit areas. This is the early 80s. This was when it was the murder capital of the world. Worked with an advocate for the homeless.
name was Mitch Schneider, and I took half that turkey and started feeding the homeless. I finally land up in this little church, and I go to my pastor, and I said to him, I said, God has called God on my life. I said, in a vision, literally, the Lord showed me that I was preaching before masses. As far as my eye could see, there were millions of masses of people, and every time I opened my mouth, people either got saved or healed or delivered. When I shut my mouth, they fell into utter darkness, and the Lord said, I've called you to preach the gospel. You'll see nations shaken. That was so foreign and so crazy to me. I went to my pastor. Our church was maybe 60 to 100 people at, at most. And he said, fantastic, Paula. Our janitors just quit. So I started <laughs> cleaning the church. I was so excited. I got to clean the church. Right. And one thing led to another. Again, little did I know, God's ways are not our ways. And God was training me through servant leadership. So then my pastor watched me for a while and said, we'd love for you to do the nursery. We've been watching how faithful you are. Boy, I would clean those wood beams with that Murphy's old soap and make sure that it was just beautiful. I was so thrilled that God would use someone with such a messed up life like mine. So I started doing nursery. Then he came to me and said, would you teach the two to four-year-olds? I'm like, me? Now, by this time, I'd, I'd read the word through several times, and I realized not all should desire to be teachers, or there's a greater accountability. And I tell you, I had a real fear of the Lord, a reverence, thinking, how can I break the word of God down? where two to four-year-olds can understand it and digest it. You know, men might not have seen me or known what I was doing, but there is an all-seeing eye. His name is God, and he knows exactly what you've done. And we often forget that even our Lord and Savior Jesus was in 30 years of preparation for three and a half years of ministry. And so it would be a long time I would work in the inner city. Uh, we would come to Tampa on a divine calling, start a church with five people, I would go into Los Angeles right after post-riots with Rodney King, um, minister and widely watched Nickerson Gardens, Jordan Downs. I do a big program to children and outreach. Here I am finding myself with over 50,000 people being born again, negotiating between the bloods and the crypts. Mm -hmm. So I guess my whole life has been preparation. And boy, the church began to explode. And it was where we truly ministered to people outside of the four walls of the church. And the book is laden with stories from crazy things of ministering to Kid Rock and, and seeing the impact of God on his life to Michael Jackson to negotiating between the blood trips. So <laughs> it is all in there. Um, and how God will use us. Sometimes people think ministry is behind a pulpit. I never thought I would be behind a pulpit preaching. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to spend the rest of my life helping people. I then in 99... I'm walking in, and I felt the Lord say, go on TV. I went back to now my ex-husband, and I said, Randy, I felt God's calling me. sure, sure, go ahead, but we're not giving you a dime, which kind of meant, like, this isn't going anywhere. I started on BET because, honestly, the Christian station kind of blackballed me. <laughs> Nobody would have me on. And so Why is that? here I am. Why is that? I, you know, I, looking back now, ministry is much different. Uh, I, you know, I can't answer for another person, but... I started doing this when I was in the 80s as a, a woman, still not easy, in 2019. And I'm talking about being a Bible teacher and evangelist. You know, I wasn't a pastor at the time, and I actually became a pastor by default. I'll talk about that in my book um, when my ex-husband had a breakdown and what happened. It's not the easiest road, but I always knew that God had called me. And I don't know if it was... Uh, go, well, I, I really don't know. Maybe I was, you know, kind of always didn't fit the mold, uh, didn't fit the um, 
box that people thought I should fit into. Um, and they could never lock me in. The one thing that God said when I was 18 years old is no one will ever own your voice. You have a not for sale sign for you. You belong to me. And I've been true to that. I've been true to that always. And that doesn't mean there's not submission to authority and spiritual accountability and covering over my life because I've always understood that. I teach deeply on that position. I've never made a move without spiritual authority. And um, just everything I've gone through. So I started on BT, which for those that don't know, is like entertainment television and Ebony would write, you know things have changed when the most popular show on TV is um, black entertainment television. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally acclaimed pastor, author, sought-after motivational speaker, and spiritual advisor to our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, Paula White Kane, in her latest just-released memoir, Something Greater. You can learn more about Paula's work, ministry, and mission by visiting paulawhite.org and get her book, get the real story, and then get inspired for something greater in your own life. You will be blessed and encouraged that you did. Pastor Paula, thank you for taking precious time to share just a little of your amazing, heart-wrenching, yet hopeful story. We look forward to hearing much, much more next week. God bless you. Thank you so much. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.